Welcome to this special podcast series sponsored by Six Clicks. Series Spotlight, revolutionizing GRC with Six Clicks. Over the next five episodes, I visit with Joe Shore, Vice President of Global Channel Sales, Andrew Robinson, Co-Founder and Chief Information Security Officer, Stephen Walter, Head of Marketing, Dr. Heather Buker, Chief Technology Officer, and Ant Stevens, Co-Founder and Chief Executive Officer. Over this series, we will break down the Six Clicks Hub and Spoke approach, utilizing artificial intelligence and machine learning in governance, risk, and compliance, curating and maintaining a robust GRC content, producing audit-ready reports, and look at what is next for Six Clicks down the road. And now a word about Six Clicks. Six Clicks is your complete operating system for risk and compliance perfect interplay of content and functionality. Implement any risk and compliance program supercharged with the world's first AI engine for GRC practitioners. No matter the size of your company or the depth of project given to your advisory. White labeled, automated, fast, clear, and agile GRC. That's six clicks. In this part two, I visit with Andrew Robinson, co-founder and chief information security officer at Six Clicks, and we talk about artificial intelligence and machine learning in GRC. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again for another episode. And today I have with me Andrew Robinson. Andrew is the co-founder and CISO at Six Clicks. And we're going to take up the topic of utilizing machine learning and AI in your GRC practice. So, Andrew, first of all, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me. It's a pleasure to be with you and your audience, Tom. So, Andrew, if I could start with what does the role of a CISO at Six Clicks mean in your day-to-day work? Tom, that's a tougher question than you might imagine, because in addition to being responsible for our own cyber information security and just general security program here at Six Clicks, facing internally to manage our own information security management system, undergo audits and and manage risk and and respond to issues and incidents and make sure our systems are secure. At Six Clicks, I also have an outward-facing role as well. Large part of our value proposition is helping client organizations and consulting organizations work with their clients to implement cyber and information security programs, as well as other governance, risk and compliance style program. So I'm heavily involved in everything from marketing, sales and ongoing support and enablement of our customers as well. Andrew, one of the reasons I was really excited to talk to you is that, frankly, AI either thrills, scares, or I should say terrifies, or both for a lot of people and a lot of corporations. So I wanted to maybe start with AI is been a ubiquitous term over the past 18 months or so, particularly as we moved through COVID-19 and people had to turn to technological solutions because you literally could not engage in the human contact or human element that you used to. But what do these technologies really mean for a GRC program and a GRC professional? Sure, Tom. Well, I think I'd start by just addressing that first bit that you said around AI scaring people. And I have a similar level of anxiety constantly almost because I'm a CISO. But also when it comes to artificial intelligence and machine learning, I think it's fear of the unknown. 
to many inside of GRC and outside of GRC, and that's why we see that reaction. So when it comes to GRC specifically, there's a lot of talk increasingly around how artificial intelligence and machine learning can be used within RegTech, regulatory technology companies, as well as in the compliance space. And that's mainly taking advantage of a particular method or technique known as natural language processing. And that's a component of machine learning that can help understand text. Of course, there's a lot of text in the world of compliance and then perform a wide variety of different types of analyses. And to use AI and this machine learning technique of natural language process, you need a lot of data. That lot of data that I referred to in compliance is, is of course, standards, laws and regulations. And we'll know that it takes a human a very long time to read through and understand all the different standards, laws and regulations that might apply to an organisation, be it their own organisation or the organisation that a consultant is working with. So I really uh, was struck by your remarks around the amount of data. And I think for many years, the compliance professional was troubled by how to collect that data. It may be siloed, it may be structured, it may be unstructured, it may be not a amount I have access to it, or frankly, there may be too much. We seem to have, if not conquered that issue, at least move quite forward in it. But this next step, though, that you're talking about is both AI and machine learning, where we can actually get the data and begin to learn from the data to help us make decisions going forward. So I was wondering if you might talk about how a GRC professional or a consultant like yourself would actually then help a company take that next step to begin to use that data. So, yeah, right. We've talked about standards, laws and and regulations and why there's so much to be analysed to begin with is because you could be dealing with uh, compliance across multiple jurisdictions. I've got an Australian accent, so here in Australia, but what if you're a multinational company, you're doing business in the US and Europe as well, there's similar standards, laws and regulations across those different jurisdictions that need to be managed. So that's what makes it so challenging. As a GRC consultant, and I've been one over the years now working with Six Clicks as a technology provider, so I speak from experience and feeling the pain of GRC consultants working across customers. Uh, One of the things that they need to do and often do is maintain mappings or what you commonly call in the US crosswalks of compliance frameworks. And these are useful because it can allow a consultant to help a client understand how they might stack up against a particular standard, even if they haven't yet deliberately support uh, uh, sought out to comply with that. So to uh, give you an example, so if someone is already complying with ISO 27001, the International Standard for Information Security, through these mappings, you might be able to give them an idea about what that level of compliance means through the lens of a different framework or standard that may be relevant, like the NIST cybersecurity framework. So that's one way that GRC consultants and clients uh, can use mapping information that machine learning can uncover. And the other, which is really the holy grail of governance, risk and compliance, is building a unified control or compliance framework. So helping clients build out one way of doing business 
that meets multiple sets of compliance requirements because there's nothing worse than having six different frameworks that processes that do the same thing. It leads to duplication of effort and large scale inefficiencies. So we can use natural language processing not only to understand the standards laws and, and regulations, but then I'll analyze it and look for the similarities and differences between them. That can help you understand where you need to focus your investments in terms of getting compliant in areas where you may not have a lot of coverage already. And by looking for the things that are are unique about a new standard that you're looking to adopt or a new jurisdiction that you're looking to, to go into or one of your clients are looking to establish into. Let me take that last point because this is really the area that excites me. I certainly understand the regulatory impact. And if you're a multinational organization across a wide variety of jurisdictions, and you've talked about how AI and machine learning can help with that, but I'd like to maybe take it to the next level, which is if you have that capability and you can manage that risk and you can manage that risk quickly and efficiently, that seems to me to be a huge business advantage. And when you can start to talk about these tools as increasing efficiency and profitability, that to me is the exciting part about compliance. It's not the land of no or saying no, or we can't do it because we're not compliant and we can't get compliant. You have described a tool that gets a company to that point where they can move much more quickly than their competitors. Would that be a fair assessment? 100%. Certainly, there's a huge efficiency gains to be had in adopting machine learning when it comes to risk and compliance. So generally, we've found through research in our own application of of machine learning and AI, we come out with a public estimate of a 10 times saving in using machine learning to assist with building up those maps. However, I'm more of a geek inside, so I've actually run the numbers on that comparison I gave earlier between ISO 27001, the international standard and this cybersecurity framework. And actually, I saw that the time savings around producing that mapping to be around 30 times the efficiency. And that's because the machine learning is able to operate the speed of computers, which is a lot faster than a human can process. But that's not to say that the humans don't have a role to play. Humans have a very important role to play. And that's really supervising the machine learning models and making sure that what they're producing and the results that they're coming out with are accurate and reliable. And what I see today in in the world of compliance is kind of an 80 to 90% kind of effectiveness rate when you compare it with an expert's knowledge, which is pretty good, but it all depends on how you're using that information. And if you're using that information just to give you an indication of compliance, then 80 to 90% confidence interval, you know, in less than 10 seconds is is pretty amazing. However, if you need to have 100% confidence, then you would want to review the suggestions that the machine learning model has come out with and verify it. And that's something that and a large role that we expect consultants to play. Then the good thing about machine learning is that it can take feedback from consultants and experts that kind of say, ah, this is actually not a good suggestion from the machine learning model, or this is a really good suggestion, then machine learning models actually take that in as feedback and learn and improve over time, which is another great trait 
Andrew, I really appreciate you discussing the human element because I think that's absolutely critical. But when you start talking about 10 to 30x, I mean, that's kind of the wow factor. And that gets a lot of people's attention and the people who are going to provide the funding, i.e. senior management or perhaps the board. When you sit down with a senior management level executive or a board of directors and walk them through this are they able to grasp really the strategy that you're suggesting, which is implementation of the tool with subject matter expert oversight can lead to these types of efficiencies? I think they do understand the benefits, and that's because they understand the problem. They already have business goals in mind of simplifying compliance for customers or for the organizations that they're working in. So the two examples I gave, quite common business scenarios where I'm compliant with one standard, but I want to see how I stack up against another one, or I'm entering into a new market and I need to understand quickly what my risk exposure is when it comes to compliance and where I should focus my investment. So they're business problems that executives are dealing with on a daily basis. So if they have awareness of a machine learning model that can help them navigate that complexity, then they're definitely going to take that up. Although the technology is not widespread, it's definitely becoming available at rapid knots. Andrew, where would you suggest or what would you suggest a GRC consultant or an in-house GRC practitioner do today with this type of information? Today, they need to embrace change. So if they're using spreadsheets and, and Word documents, they should come to grips and and to terms with the fact that most clients no longer want uh, spreadsheets and Word documents as uh, deliverables. Other professionals in, in related fields, particularly in my world of security and threat intelligence and vulnerability management and network security, they have all kinds of fancy technology to work with. And GRC consultants need to start using similar tools and improving the way that they uh, service their clients. That's what uh, clients, as we, we see clients are starting to demand and look for. And if you're doing anything else, then that's rather subpar and no, no one wants to be delivering sort of subpar deliverables. So look for a solution that can meet your customer expectations and help you deliver your services long into the future. Well, Andrew, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I hope our listeners will join us for our next episode where we have Stephen Walter will join us to discuss curating and maintaining robust GRC content. Andrew, this has been great, and I look forward to continuing this conversation with you. Norwich, Tom, it's been my pleasure. This is Tom Fox. Thanks again for listening to my series on Six Clicks, who is revolutionizing GRC. You can find out more about Six Clicks by checking out their website, www6, that's the number six, clicks.com. I've also linked to it in the show notes. I hope you will join me for the rest of this series, as I know you will learn a lot about how Six Clicks is truly revolutionizing the GRC and risk and compliance space. This special podcast series, Revolutionizing GRC with Six Clicks, is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.